Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Settle in Earth. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest. The air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the air conditioning even on? I honestly have no idea, because I have like the windows open upstairs, so whatever. Well, deal with it. <laughs> we'll deal ski. Hi, I'm Erica. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Why would you name, like, so you're going to have, I'm just taking the fucking reins here, damn it. If you're going to have, you're like a major streaming service, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to do a big, like, this is our showcase. This is what's coming up in the next year. Why would you call the event Tadum? Tadum? Yes. What is that? What is that? You know how at the beginning of Netflix stuff, there's that noise? Oh, yeah. So they call their thing. Is that Tadum? Apparently. They called See, their, their three-hour, like, here's all of our trailers showcase to them. Alex is making a squinty face. That's fucking stupid. Yes. Correct. <laughs> it sounds stupid. Correct. I'm not even sure that that's the noise. I don't, watch like that. A, I don't watch that much Netflix. I think it's a, a fair approximation, but it was just a really stupid thing to name it's their thing. It's a stupid name. Erica... Yes. Oh, I go do ahead, appreciate Bob. that this is a topic of conversation. We have other the stuff name, in regards the to The name Netflix. of the she's, Netflix. She's thing. leading into something. I'm going to help her along. We're going to transition right into the corniest intro to a show I think I've ever seen. <laughs> the live action Cowboy Bebop remake. It looks so cheesy, Erica. It really does. And the problem is... Not in any good ways. No. I mean, if they were, if we're doing a, a fairly, not shot for shot, but we're going for what the anime did, and it, it, okay, fine, it looked fine. But, a couple problems. One, if you're telling me that it's just going to basically be an exact rehash of the anime, I'm just going to go back and rewatch the anime. If you're not bringing anything new. Other thing is, it, it, it's like the running thing that you said you're like that just looks goofy and it looks yeah. goofy because it's a real person doing it and it's not animated if it was animated it wouldn't look goofy well it might look goofy but it would look goofy on purpose i don't know sure i don't know what was going on in that intro it's very weird i mean i like that they just use tank right because you're not going to do better no tank so is why like, even try tank is excellent so kudos for just being like Let's just use that. Yeah, Let's just use this. There's a few all-time like anime intros and tanks up there. Evangelion. I, you know, I mean, the other one that I was going to There's say. some you just shouldn't even bother trying to do better because you're going to fail. Correct. Correct. So I'm fine with that. Uh, I just, yeah, I was, I guess I was hoping when they did this live-action Cowboy Bebop shit that it would be more like, yeah, you'd have the characters involved. But maybe tell some new stories or come up with some ideas on your own. Because if all the episodes are just going to be them rehashing things they already did in the anime and just doing the live action version. Why wouldn't I watch the anime? I I think that's just going to be worse. I mean, I would be shocked if it was better. And that brings up something that I've kind of been batting around with Bob and a couple friends of mine is when you're doing an adaptation... Does it make more sense to just 
do what you just said. Take the characters, and, and they have the same themes, the same sort of, this is what the show is, but you're telling new stories. Mm-hmm. Or are you, is it just, nope, we're going to do a shot-for-shot shot remake in this, but it was animated, now it's live action. You know, like, what's the, what's the point of that? What's the better thing, you know? I feel like the best thing that could possibly happen is you just do a shot-for-shot remake and it's as good as the original. That is the best-case scenario, in which case you still wasted everyone's time (laughs) because you just did something that was as good. That's all you accomplished. Well, why not just kind of... Because didn't they, uh, with uh, Evangelion, didn't they just re-record it with new voices and... Well, it up sure, on the, the anime, yeah. On the anime, they did the... They put it on Netflix, but they did a new dub. And I think there's positives and negatives to that. I mean, I think in some ways the dub was better, in other ways it was worse. I mean... The original was a very not a very good dub, so I don't have any problem with them redoing it. And I feel like you should really watch the show in Japanese anyway. That's kind of where I come at with that stuff, but I know not everybody not everybody feels that way. I think but. I think Cowboy Bebop had a good English dub at its time. It you know? it definitely did. It's been a hot minute since I've watched it, and just with all this talk about it, like seeing that that that, that trailer, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back and rewatch the anime now because it's what like. 25 episodes it's not crazy long or anything no no which i also 25 episodes and there's a movie right so it's Uh, like okay i'll go back and i'll watch that and i don't know if ed is even going to appear in this first season if they even end up doing more seasons but in this first season of this adaptation Mm -hmm. and you know i did see a lot of people were like that's very weird yeah also i think ed is arguably you actually need to find an incredible child actor because that's going to be a very hard role to do. Well, maybe they're kicking it down the can, uh, down the down the the road a little bit. Yeah, maybe. You know? I don't know how many uh, episodes this season is going to be. Yeah, Netflix I, I'm stuff not tends sure. to be between Eight like to twelve. Yeah. Maybe is what they tend to do, but. I I also have issues with some of the designs of the characters. Like the outfits all feel very cosplay to me. Um, they look out of place. Like and not just like oh the outfit looks weird, but in the pictures of the show, the outfits look out of place, yeah. and that seems odd. That's not good. Uh, you know, it makes sense to me that Jet is old because he's old in the show. I'm not sure he was black either. That's the other weird thing is some people want to say he was black in the anime, but I'm pretty sure he was Japanese. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, it's been a minute, but I, I want to lean toward Japanese, but I'm not, I have no idea. Yeah, and it's not, honestly, that's not really a big deal. Oh, I no, guess. I'm all for colorblind casting. Get the best actor for the role. That's all that matters. Yeah, uh... The, who, what's his face who's playing Spike um, from Harold and Kumar? John Cho, is that his name? Maybe. John Cho. Right. So he looks super old at this point <laughs> to be playing Spike. I mean, to me, Spike was on the side of younger, not older. 
Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there was a lot of shit online about face clothes. That stuff doesn't really bother me because the reality of the situation is they weren't going to have her wear the outfit from the anime. They just weren't. No. Now, does that outfit that she's in in that show look like anything Faye would have actually worn? I don't think so. But... I guess it's whatever I mean, it is what getting, it is. Are we really getting hung up on that, though? Like, that's the thing we're getting hung up on. I just think it's like one more. I'm just piling all the complaints right, on. Right, 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 right. Like I said, I might check it out just to see, but I'm probably just going to end up watching the original again. Yeah, I mean, you could throw it in the pile with another 500 TV shows I need to watch. And then what else did they I might watch it just to see like how bad it was. I mean, there was something else like, you know, to me, I'm sure there's a diamond in the rough every once in a while. But it seems like most of the like property adaptations that Netflix is doing are bad. Like Castlevania was really good. But I heard the Resident Evil one was like really, really bad. Oh, do they do an animated thing? Yeah, I didn't see that. I'll check it out. And, let you and they're doing something else, too. They're, they did an animated series that was a few episodes or something. And they're doing a live-action one where I believe... um, What's his face from The Wire and Fringe, the black guy? Oh, oh I my, know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick, thank okay. you. He's also one of the main characters in Destiny. He's in everything. He's in Horizon Zero Dawn. He is in Horizon Zero Dawn. Calm down, Bob. I know Horizon. I know he heard. He heard something he knows about. <laughs> John Wick. He is in John Wick. Yes, uh, I believe he's playing Wesker, which just seems like very strange casting. I can kind of get into that though. We'll see. I'm kind of into that, Alex. We'll see. Time, I, time will tell. We'll see. I feel Lance Reddick can do over the top. And Wesker is way over the top. Well, those Resident Evil games are <laughs> yes, way over, over the, top. the top. So how are they... Uh, you might not know anything about this, but are, uh, what are, are they adapting the games? I have no Am idea. Am I going to get an adaptation of Resident Evil 4? Because, oh my God, Alex. Yeah, A I reason to live. <laughs> <laughs> There's so few left. In the cold light of 2021? You're goddamn right. All you have left really at this point is your daughter because your husband just makes you want to die all the time. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's not it's 100% a low blow. true, but <laughs> we've got a few things in the works. <laughs> Hurtful. Oh, my God. Oh, come on, though. Resident Evil 4 is like a season of television. It could I, be so terrible. Is that the president's daughter one? Yes. <laughs> Leon. Help. Leon. Help. Leon! Oh my god. Bob. <laughs> like seriously. I always get I always get that one mixed up. That for some reason like the same help call out. The other one that comes to my mind is in the Matrix. Remember when they're on the rooftop of the government building and the agent starts shooting at Neo mm-hmm. and he's like, Trinity, help! <laughs> I gotta go rewatch that first Matrix movie. That's a solid movie. It's amazing how well that movie stands up for something that was made in like '98 and relies heavily on you know effects. 
Because most stuff that relies heavily on effects does not age well. But that first movie... They, it, it wasn't a lot of CGI. Because right. you go back and you look at that second movie. It looks no, that dog does shit. not hold up. Yeah. yeah, CGI Neo looks horrible in yes, that movie. Correct. He's like a Play-Doh man. Yes. It's like, oh, guys. I know we all thought this was gonna. It seemed like a good idea. But I'm speaking really of wasn't. that, that's one of the reasons I'm very worried about Matrix Four. I feel like the Wachowskis, like, they almost got lucky with the original Matrix. And everything I've ever seen them do since then is varying degrees of, like, super wacky. Like, they're always really good at certain things. Like, I think their cinematography is always really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I think their eye for shots, very good. Color, things like that, sound. But storyline and characters. They uh, need someone to kind of... Reel them in. You have the guiding hand. Because... Tell me if I'm wrong, but like, there's a good concept in Jupiter Ascending. Well, but I haven't seen all of that. The problem is, isn't that movie tr- like 15 hours long? You tried to cram three movies into <laughs> one. The main character gets kidnapped no less than like six different times, and it they were very obviously like we're only going to get one shot at this, but we wanted to make a trilogy, so we're just cramming everything into this one movie. Well, they made that show on Netflix. Do you remember what I'm talking Sense8? about? Yeah, I didn't that, watch any of it. I heard it was good though. It was it was it was good, but it gets like really wacky and off the rails sometimes. And I think that can that pretty much sums up the Wachowskis. Like Matrix Two gets a little off the rails, <laughs> you know. But there's a lot of things in that movie that saves it. There's the highway chase scene. Uh, the there's highway chase is stuff. great. You know, the yeah. fighting is still good, and it's yeah. it's like the only reason I would go back and revisit because the one thing that bothers me from the first Matrix to the second Matrix is the first Matrix has a grime to it. Yeah. Even the sets and stuff, it all feels very lived in and you watch that second one and everything is very clean and it's very distracting and very obviously like on a soundstage or was purpose built for this there isn't that lived in feel of it yeah and three goes off the rails completely three i enjoy is, the final fight between no that is it's horrible. stupid dbz fighting but i enjoyed it no because it's dumb and i That's, like dumb shit do you see the problem right there erica you yes, said it yes my dear is dbz fighting you can only pull off dbz fighting when it's hand-drawn <laughs> that's the only time it doesn't work when it's an, when it's CG when it's computer animated. I didn't say that it worked. I just said I enjoyed it. Well, that's a fair distinction. But I enjoy cheesy shit, so I think there's degrees. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just enjoy watching like outrageously bad movies for some reason, which is the only reason why I have seen Jupiter Ascending. Well, we were like sitting around one day, and I think I was making dinner, and like he put something on, and I come out, and I'm like, is that? Kunis? Like, what, what are you fucking watching? And he's like, oh, I put on Jupiter Ascending. And I'm like, why? Morbid curiosity. <laughs> like, why? You know, Mila Kunis is a weird case because in my mind, I view her as a star, but she's really not in anything. Like, she's been probably printing money from Family Guy for 5,000 years. Oh, they all have, for sure. And... You know, printing money from that '70s show, so the the checks that just must come in the mail monthly. Well, she's on she's in insane. syndication 
on oh, like a yeah. daily basis. So she's doing all right. She's doing okay. But in terms of movies, like, I don't know. Has she really, like, what's she been in that's been really successful? I, I don't know. I don't think, yeah, I just don't think, I, it just doesn't seem like she's ever gotten any real traction in film. Which is fine. Sometimes you're just a TV person. I don't even, I feel like I haven't even seen her in that much TV stuff. It's weird. I just don't, I think maybe she's just rolling in so much cash that it's like, eh, I don't really have to do anything and I don't really want to. I mean, so. that's the fucking dream right there, man. Oh, I, I agree <laughs> with that. And Kutcher is loaded, so. And Ashton Kutcher is an insane person. Um, Did you I, see him do a talk at something? Yeah, at the Qualtrics conference. That's right, that's right. And he comes out on stage and he just yells at the crowd for like 20 minutes. About what? I couldn't tell you. Um, and then the, the like the CEO of Qualtrics came out on stage to interview him and it was like, this really bizarre interview and then like so um Ashton Kutcher is a really weird dude but he does a lot of work um with a charity that uh combats uh uh what's it called um what's human trafficking Mm. uh and so like is it bad that every time I, if I hear something like that I'm automatically my first question is where is he in relation to QAnon <laughs> <laughs> I know there his... was I know there was some story a while back not that this is related to that but that they don't bathe their children or something like they very rarely will have their children take baths or showers the fluoride will melt their skin. <laughs> they basically wait until they're stinking the whole place up. Wait, wait, wait. Is this QAnon people? You no, were... Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, okay. That's like a, a famous person. That was like a couple, like a month or so ago. They like, because there's that water Kirsten, shortage. Kirsten Bell and uh, what's her husband's name? Um, Dax Shepard? Dax, yeah, yeah, yeah. They came out and said they don't bathe their children. It's like. What's in the fucking water over in Hollywood that you're afraid to be in it? Yeah, who the fuck knows? Take a shower. You stink. <laughs> you don't have to be in there long. Quick rinse. Yeah. Soap good. <laughs> stink bad. Huh? Shampoo good. Lice bad. <laughs> what else did they show? We won't get into it because I'll talk about it for hours, but we, we are getting season three. Of The Witcher, which is exciting. We got a new trailer for season two. Oh my god, has he been getting the steroid body ready again? I would think so. Yeah, it's got to be rippling. <laughs> I'll let you know when I watch it. You know, this is funny because I was texting Bob. I texted him that same thing. Uh, the video I sent you where it's Kenny Omega saying lines from Street Fighter the movie. <laughs> and Bob was like... You know, it's amazing that, like, some of these people that are in such incredible shape are also, like, huge nerds, you know? And like, I, I, I thought to myself when I saw that, I thought, you know what's amazing is this entire generation of pro wrestlers, like, the last, like, five to ten years-ish, I feel video games has saved them all from crippling drug and alcohol addiction. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're a thousand percent correct. 
Because it was like, oh, yeah, I'll just bring my Xbox and that's what we'll do. We'll just yeah, play. Instead of like going out to the bar and getting blitzed. And doing and, lines of coke and like yeah. destroying our hearts. We'll just play video games. It'll be great. Yeah, but Erica, cocaine. I actually have never done cocaine. I've always been a uh, weed kind of sort. I just watched The Wolf of Wall Street again. And, you know, in that movie, they really make cocaine <laughs> and quaaludes seem like, like a lot of fun. This sounds like a really good it's, idea. I, I'm just saying, they it looked like they were having a lot of fun. I never had any desire to snort anything up my nose. <laughs> so uh, I'm not a huge fan of smoking, but like that works. And there's there's other ways to imbibe, but... No, yeah, I think a lot of people just this kind of, it, it is insane to think that like, you know, you because you, you're in the gym, right? Like how, Kenny Omega just has to live in the gym. And you you, you've think. still got time to rewatch the Street Fighter movie from the 90s. I do wonder, where does he find the time? I don't know. Because to Maybe maintain... To maintain that physique, even if you're on something, which, look, realistically, I'm sure there are still people doing stuff. Oh, of course. Of course. But even if you're on something, you still have to put the time in at the gym. Like, yes, whatever you're doing is going to multiply your gains, but you still have to go to the gym and you still have to lift the weights and you still have to run on the treadmill or whatever else you're going to do. Henry Cavill, where are you finding time for World of Warcraft? <laughs> or building your own PC, sir? Yeah. Yeah, once you play World of Warcraft, there is no real no, life No, you're, you're done. You're done. <laughs> so He missed yeah. the call that he like got the Superman part because he was playing World of Warcraft, which is like my favorite story. That's great. <laughs> like, you fucking dork. I, I love like, it. I like the idea... That someone as good looking as Henry Cavill is an introvert. Who is, and he is objectively a very attractive man. Yes. I'm not gay in the slightest. Henry Cavill is a 10. <laughs> I mean, he is. Alex isn't gay, but Henry Cavill could get it. Oh, well, if his cock is huge. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I would just assume. But but all the steroid abuse. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's a fair point you got there. I allegedly. 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 I don't want to get sued over this stupid podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the one he listens to. Yeah. <laughs> this was the one. We always, we always we were wrong about who our one listener was. <laughs> it turns out it's been Henry Cavill this, this entire Henry time. time. He listens to us while he plays WoW. Delightful. I would be very happy. Oh, I'd be humbled. Be like, delightful if true. You know, whatever. You still have to spend a shitload of time in the gym to achieve those results. Yeah. It's yes. not like it's not like oh, I take some HGH and now I'm fucking shredded. Right, it's well, the way that works. In, I mean, from the like, if you're thinking about the wrestlers, like I can't, I can't begin to fathom or like even estimate what like an actor's like schedule is i just have no concept of it but for like a wrestler i can kind of start piecing it together you know like i could see okay when they're on the plane they are either sleeping or they're watching movies um catching up on shit the second they land they are either eating in the gym or at the arena prepping for the show and then they got maybe an hour or two of downtime at night after the show 
Which and, we're watching Street Fighter from the 90s. But the other thing to remember is, you know, in AEW, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Cody, they're, they're in managerial too. roles. Right, so they've right. got other so shit going on. They're not only worried about themselves, you know, Kenny Omega, I believe, is heavily involved in the women's division, for example. So he's probably helping book that, helping lay out matches. So, yeah, he not only on, you know, Wednesday and Friday does he have to worry about his, well, I think they actually tape Friday on Wednesday. But on Wednesday, you know, not only do you have to worry about your own shit, but you're worried about what other people are doing, too. Right. And so that's one day of the week. There's no way you have time to play video games or watch stuff, you know, like. And then you know these guys are watching wrestling like crazy, too. Oh, there's no way they're not. So... I just don't know where, like, a guy like Kenny Omega finds the time to fucking play some video games. I mean, you got you got to have that wind down, you know? <laughs> Bob's like, I don't travel, and I barely have an hour a night. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. You, you have to make that time. You absolutely do, because you cannot go 24-7, you know, the way that I think, you know, our, it's portrayed that people do. Now, I think for... I think you can. It's just not going to last you very No, it won't long. last long. But I think what people who make it... Like, for a lot of people, like, for example, not to bring it back to running, but... Um, hey, Erica, as a great woman once said, <laughs> that train's, train's never late. late. <laughs> you know, for a lot of people, a lot of people run just because that's... They're running away from their problems in life. Well, yeah, of course, oh. but you know, because this is their this is the cardio they hate least, and they're gonna and that's how they're gonna get their workouts in. Um, well, even that though, you have to make like time to run. Yeah, but you have to do it, and right. you know, and if, if 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 you and I think that's probably like for the wrestlers, that's gotta be a good chunk of their wind down is working out, you know, because if it's not, where else are you going to unwind? You know, your gym time. On top of the woman you met in the bar after you got hammered. Well, yeah, of course. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, (laughs) But no, I think that's got to be, that's got to be a lot of it is, you know, just they find, um, they find relaxation in the gym. Uh, well, and if you look at it from the perspective of that's their job, so you spend, what, eight, nine hours a day doing your job, that's their job. Mm-hmm. My job is to be fit. My job is to, you know, make sure I yeah. know what I'm doing in the ring, make sure I've got my shit planned out. So it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, we're on wrestling, Erica. I think you watched uh, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. I did. And, you know, if we could just go from beginning to end, some highlights. Um, Shockingly, Omega versus Danielson was incredible. It's so nice to just be watching wrestling again with a big, dumb smile on my face. That match was a delight from start to finish. And they didn't do so many things, you know. Well, because it's it's, but that's what that's what's great. About I know because it's like there's thought behind it, there's logic. It's it's like this isn't it. We we are gonna do this multiple times, so we're not gonna blow our whole load here. 
no, we're going to do the the hour-long masterpiece a couple years down the line, and we're going to blow all of your fucking minds. Um, are they... Is Omega positioned as the heel in this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Though, I would imagine eventually. Because Danielson's a great heel. Well, so here's the thing. You flip it at some point, and Danielson is beating the shit out of Omega and who comes to Kenny Omega's aid? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Out of the great nation of Japan? I believe you're you're referring to the you have to say the forbidden door. The forbidden door? That's what we oh, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. But a long lost lover? Look <laughs> <laughs> at Bob paying attention to stuff. Wow. I, I would pay good money to see uh, uh, Danielson versus uh, uh, Kota Ibushi. Actually, anyone from New Japan, <laughs> I would I would be very right. happy to see Mr. Danielson wrestle. I'm just so happy that at this point it appears AEW has this great relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling because there's just so many possibilities. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, all the people you want to see in AEW and vice versa, all the people you want to see from AEW go to New Japan. And there's so many possibilities. McDaniels is probably going to be in the G1 next year. And I think the only thing slowing it down is that it's never-ending COVID land. Yeah. And so it's hard to move people between countries. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have to deal with... You know, getting on a plane. You probably got a quarantine when you go one way or the other. Testing and all that. Yeah, it's a fucking huge pain in the ass. I think that's the main thing that's keeping them like it'll only be like one or two people at a time. Yeah, I do wonder. You know, it, it, assuming COVID ever eases up, it won't. Um, Could you give me an example of when that might happen? Um, Just a vague kind of like date, tentative, a vague, a vague date. Tentative. Uh, uh, tentative date. Um, how about thirty-five? Like twenty thirty-five or thirty thirty-five? Forty thirty-five. Okay. <laughs> Neat. I I actually I have a topic off that that we can we can come back to wrestling, but you know how Erica, you know your husband as well as anyone. Mm-hmm. I know him quite well as well. He has a thing where he gets very aggravated if he's not in control, <laughs> right? In like, certain things, sure. He, he, sure. he has a need to be. That's why he doesn't like planes. He doesn't like being the passenger in a car. He needs to be in control of his destiny. Sure. And I think one of the things that's caused Bob's mental break over COVID <laughs> is that... He's not in control of COVID. He has no means of fighting back against this plague. To be fair, what's so frustrating about it all, two people, like the people sitting at this table, who are doing the right thing. Is that there is a way to combat it? There is a way to combat it. A very simple way to combat it. But we are a country of idiots who don't want to do that thing. So then in like, and at this point it doesn't matter. Like, before all the variants, maybe, you know, you could have, like, done something. It feels like something. it's too late now. But now, now just it's just, you're just fucked. So. But mm-hmm. is there is there something to that, Bob? I think that's probably the most frustrating thing about COVID for you, is Bob thinks to himself, man, 
I want to do A, but COVID, but I'd really like to do B, but COVID. And then I'd really like to do C, but fucking COVID. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to understand what this mental break is that, that you're describing. Have you not had a mental break? I've had several over the course of the last 18 months. <laughs> I'm getting squinty eyes. I just don't understand what needs to be said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the question. <laughs> Thought it was obvious. What? Okay, listen. Um, I only like, you know, basically just threw my hands up and said, everything sucks. I'm just going to run and then keep running and then run some more. And then just every time I think about stopping running, I just keep running. And just to the point where I, this is all I do. That's I mean, not all he does. He goes out and buys phones he said he was never going to buy. <laughs> Can I take you on this journey, Alex? Let's go um, on this journey. Wouldn't you like to stay on the current journey? <laughs> Erica, you know, you have to think about it this way. He bought the phone. Which probably long-term fucked himself on. Because now, how in the goddamn world is he going to justify the running coach? <laughs> well, then, no, that's just not going to happen, friend. But it's it's accelerating. It's like in Pacific Rim, where it's like it's just one. And now it's going to be two. And so we're going to have the double event, Alex. <laughs> and we're just fucked. When he was, you know, the other day when he was talking about the ruddy coach, I was like, would you like a video game coach? Because you could hire me. And he's like, he's like, well, do would you get paid in pizza? I was like, does the running coach get paid in pizza? <laughs> no, I take cash. Because <laughs> well, you're not an idiot. The running coach does not get paid in anything because that is not a thing that's going to be happening. So, no, let me take you on this journey. I'm ready. So, right after that Apple event, right? A couple days later. I think it was that Saturday. Uh-huh. And this is before we were like, I'm going to have my phone until it dies. We're going to ride it into the ground. I don't want a new phone. He Fuck always, this. did you said this or he said this? He said this. Oh, he always says that. That's a lie. I know. So then after this Apple event, he's like, oh, you know, the one thing. And I'm like, here we fucking go. Is that they have a smaller phone. Mm-hmm. You know, right over there, champ? Because this is exactly how it went down. He's got the ice in his throat. You're going to kill him. <laughs> he's like... You know, there was really nothing but they have a small phone now. And I'm like, okay, here, here, here it goes. Right, exactly, looking at the watch. So normally there would be a period of about six to eight weeks over which it would be alluded to, spoken about. Oh, let's let's walk by the Apple store. Does the Apple store ever ask about me? Let me, let me just pop in and say hi. We were at Oakbrook on... Uh, 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 Saturday, and he was like, "Oh, I want to go to the Apple Store." And I was just like, "It's only been a week, man. <laughs> like, really?" So we go and it had line out the fucking door. And so of course. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. We're not doing that. So then, was it? What's today? It's Monday. Yesterday, yes. right? So Sunday, he goes out and he comes home and he's holding the new phone, and I'm like, "Well, I don't recall that being uh, discussed or approved." <laughs> Yeah, because what is the rule? He stopped, like, dead. Because he knew he fucked up. 
Yeah. And I was just like, whatever, man. Like, what's what's the rule, Erica? Isn't it like anything over two fifty has to be two agreed on? Two hundred to be discussed and agreed upon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a one way rule or? You know, sometimes it certainly seems that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm meaning though is that your your timeline is accelerating. Well, you spent all weekend goading me into it. Oh, oh, Erica, it's your fault. Excuse me? Hmm? What? Would you care to explain that? Hmm? It's a little like, oh, where are you going? Hmm? You're going to Naperville, huh? Hmm? I thought you were going to Naperville to take our daughter for a nice walk. We did go for a nice walk. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you brought her into the disgusting, diseased Apple store, Apple store with all of these people in there. Cool. We were in there for less mm-hmm. than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, at least Apple lets you spend $1,000 efficiently. I like that it's my fault. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did say he was going to bury the hole deeper on the podcast. So <laughs> he did. He, did he say is being that. honest. That's true. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. 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 My yeah. fault. I, I, I may have misread the situation. Well, on the upside. Because when he came home, Alex, he knew he done <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> right then, Erica, you should have just gone online and just found anything that was $700 and just clicked buy. Just like right there. And it would have been like, it would have been like, Erica, why did you buy this fucking Spite. $700 bean bag? <laughs> well, I had to make things right. <laughs> All things being It's equal. bigger than our basement. <laughs> I'd take a $700 bean bag. You wouldn't have anywhere to put it. I couldn't get this? out of a seven hundred dollar bean bag <laughs> at this point in my life. It would just be like I you'd sit in it and it's just like, well, I just live here now. I'm not able to get out of this. My back is destroyed. We're just done. This is my new home. This giant bean bag. You know, Erica, you should think of the positives though, all right? Because when you're older, you don't want to be taking care of a cripple. And let's be fair. With the amount of extra weight he was carrying around with the other phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that was it. The bad knee would have given sooner rather than later. Yeah. So now that he's reduced the weight of the phone well, that's, that's by gonna, maybe 0.5 ounces. The hips aren't going to be all out of whack anymore. Yeah, it's just everything be will be more even. There will be more even distribution of the weight on the bad knee versus the better knee. True, true. So maybe he'll only be like moderately. It's win win for everyone, Alex. I mean, the reality is he's taken up running as a trade, so his knees are going to be destroyed. I mean, it actually won't be a joke one day that he has bad <laughs> knees. But for now, well, I mean, is it a joke now? Eh. Oh, I mean, you don't have two Careful. bad knees; you have one. <laughs> I mean, I find it funny. I was just happy that when he ran the marathon a couple of weeks ago that the bad knee actually powered through. I was it very impressed. It was so fucking hot that day, Alex. Yeah. It, yeah. It was disgusting. And you're and you're just sitting there. No, I had walked from the car pushing the stroller and I was like soaking wet and just like, this is fucking miserable. It was just like every time you were out in the sun, you just wanted to die. And the last two miles of that course was just in the sun on pavement. 
So you got, you know, the black asphalt just absorbing and radiating heat onto you, the sun blasting you. And meanwhile, you've just done 18 miles of running with two to go. It was terrible. Because they did actually call the race. They didn't yeah. let them go the yeah, full. They cut, the, they cut six they cut out. They didn't want people starting to go down. But no, I've got a, I've got a tally. So it's all right. Uh, look, I, you know, what have I been saying, Erica? You just got to start saying yes. Whatever you I want. I wish you'd say yes to more. She should get stuff that she wants. You know what, Erica? This is Throwing what you do. Throwing that blame back on me. You this see is, that happening? This is what you do, Erica. All right? I've got the perfect scenario for you. Lay it on me. Because Bob, he bought that Series X he wanted, didn't he? And he bought the Series S that he wanted. Now, there was Bob Math involved with that one, and I may, have been, I may have been partially involved. But he did Can buy confirm, it. He, he doesn't mention how he was partially involved in the phone, too. No, I was not partially involved in the phone. What I said was, I want a smaller phone. It's not my fault I incepted him, okay? That was an accident. Because <laughs> we were talking like... The day after he mentioned it the first time, and you were like, I've been, I accidentally incepted Bob. Yeah. And you know, people always want to act like Inception is impossible, but let me tell you. Oh, that shit's possible. It is. Get out of here. Of course it's possible. Now, I didn't cause my wife to throw herself out of the hotel window. No. But I did. Spoilers inse- for a 12 year old. I did incept him, though. Uh, no, it's very easy to, to, to be incepted. Because you'll be walking along your day, and then something will just like pop in your brain. Like, oh, I need to watch this television show again. And then suddenly, that's just all that you're thinking and doing. And now, it's sad. <laughs> let me tell you, Erica, what you do want Lay and what you should be on the lookout for. Lay all right. You haven't played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yet. I have not. I have not. And you know at some point there will be a Final Fantasy Remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Correct. And do you know what system you're going to need to do that? I believe I will need a PS5. Yes. So now this won't be easy. In fact, it's going to be insanely hard. But if by chance you're on the internet one day and you happen to be on Amazon or Best Buy or whatever the fuck and they have a PS5, Erica, you should say yes. Don't discuss it. Don't bring it up. Just say yes. And when he walks in the door one day and he says, when did we get a new sofa? We already have a new sofa. You say, oh, no, that's my new PS5. (laughs) I will say there will be some more furniture decisions that will be coming down the line where certain people will not be consulted and things will just be purchased. So That seems I, fair. I was shocked you didn't just go get the couch. Because it's a large purchase that you discuss before making. You know. At least that's how I think of things. This has been making Alex uncomfortable. (laughs) The podcast. You know, when you listen to it and you're like, wow, this is almost like one of those awkward episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's what we need. We need the music. You got to get those stings in there. You know, there's some people. We could get a board and do drops. (laughs) You know, there's some people who think Curb Your Enthusiasm isn't funny. At this table yeah, that you're married to. I know, I'm aware. What a dumb fuck. Yeah. I know. I just didn't care much for season one. 
I don't know, Alex. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, whatever. I don't do cringy humor very well. I like it, just makes me uncomfortable. So. Anyway, back to wrestling. I was just going to say wrestling. <laughs> After, and this is the problem, when something's great, it's very hard to discuss it. Because you're just like, yeah, that was great. Okay, moving on. That's always the problem with, uh, and we haven't done an after the movie in a while, but if a movie was good, we'd literally sit there for 20 minutes and just be like, you're just listing things that you liked. Remember when we did an after the movie, basically on this podcast for the new Mortal Kombat movie, and then that episode got fucked up because nothing good ever exists in this world. And that was a good discussion. It was. It was I a good episode. I shit on that movie for an hour. Yeah, yeah. For a solid hour, I shit on that movie. And we knew. Could you remember when the trailer came out and we were both like... Wow, oh, that trailer was good. That trailer looks great, but the back of your head is going, they can make a good trailer on anything. What are you, why are you doing this to yourself again? Well, I always say it's incredible when you see a bad trailer because you think to yourself, holy shit that movie must be really bad yep. if the trailer is bad. If this is what the trailer is. Because I have seen great trailers for a many terrible movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we all allowed ourselves to believe. Yeah, That's they, what 2020 did to us. Yeah. They stole hope away from me. I'll Those never monsters. get it back. Those monsters. Fuck. Anywho, back to wrestling. On that Dynamite show, Sting and Darby Allen against uh, FTR. Sting was incredible. And this is the best thing about the face paint, Erica, is if you don't know, you would have no idea you that's really a 62-year-old right, man. You've got the face paint, you've got the t-shirt on, you got the tight, you're covering everything you need to cover. We can't tell how old you are. Unless at, you know. At one point, he sprinted like rope to rope like three times. And he looked great. Well, and I was that's like, the thing. If you, know, used... you know who's not going to be running back and forth like that when they're 62, Erica? Your husband. His knee will be destroyed. Basically powder. Hey, hey. I could buck the trend and be running like into my 80s. Didn't you always say you were going to die at 33 or something? I thought... Sure as shit, I wasn't going to make 30. Well, that's a positive that thought. Anyway, <laughs> back to wrestling again. I know there's certain dudes, though, man, and I'm including uh, uh, certain male relatives of ours, where it's just like they, they, they've been like dying since they were teenagers. <laughs> it's like, shut up, you're fine. Let's just, let's just stop. Oh, see, I, I make a point of like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I'm sick, I'm dying. No. I will, I will, you know, internalize that fear and, uh, you know, just have a progressive series of midlife crises. No, you know what you do? You, you tamp it all down into a ball, and then at random nights at, like, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, you shoot awake and you have an existential crisis about how you're going to die in like 50 years, if you're lucky, <laughs> and then don't sleep the rest of the evening. Mm, yeah, that's effective too. That's how I tend to deal with that, but you know, is what it is. But back to wrestling. Oh, well, but before we get back to wrestling, well, when you have said crisis and you can't sleep for the rest of the night, you could comfort yourself with the PS5 you're going to buy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, who? see, that's... See, this is 
Alex, this is why buying stuff is so great because it's so therapeutic. Yeah. It makes you feel better. Yeah. Hey, Erica, would you like a new phone? Because apparently the price is right. I am perfectly content with my phone. Thank oh, you. Well, I, I already am, offered her one. I am actually planning on, on using this until it dies. Well, here, give it to me. I can cha- I can make that happen. Who <laughs> <laughs> is texting so late? I, I, you know, since we're on the topic of the phones, let's just get this out of the way. So this is my old phone. And oh my God! It's ooh, gigantic. Ooh, what time is it? Ooh, it's a o three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, I am. I'm it's hold, much smaller. It is much smaller. It's it crazy. Is. I would say it's probably seventy percent of its of the bigger one size. Well, and here, look at the the like. This is the old phone compared with the box for the new phone. Right. Like, oh my God! Incredible. It is. Um, but it, it, it's just crazy to me that there are so few small phone options. Well, there's really very few. I mean, I will say the Galaxy S series, like the main one, like so last year's was the 21. This year's would be the 22. The S, just the base model, is a fairly small phone in terms of today's phones now it's not as small as the mini that 13 mini and the 12 mini are much smaller mm-hmm. but it's still for what you're gonna buy today fairly small because most yeah. phones are like someone bashed you over the head with a tablet yes i i yeah i mean this thing i don't hate this phone and i i would have been content to keep it the only the only the Erica's thing trying to hold it together the thing that pushed me over the edge was i was able to get a good amount of money on trade in for this yeah i did want a smaller phone mm-hmm. so i didn't just get it to get it i That's did my bad. I, I did want a smaller phone um and Sorry again. what uh what drove me nuts was the other day, or was this a couple of weeks ago? We, you know, our town does um, electronic trade in, yes, or recycling, and like we took a box full of old electronics to the recycling, and they had like four or five phones in there, and I was like, I didn't get shit for these, and it was too late to get anything for yeah. them, you know, and it's like, I don't want to just like if, because in theory it's like, oh well, I'll hold on to the old phone. In case I break it and I need a backup, um, or I'll hold on to it until it's dead. But you're always going to need a phone. You can't not have a phone anymore. So I was like, why don't I get what I can for it now before it's not worth anything? Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it's a it's kind of a tough situation because. You could theoretically, especially phones now, because the reality is, is that phone is probably going to work perfectly well for another three, four years, unless the battery explodes or something. And that's a lot of phones now. They're just so well made. Yeah. They're so fast. The batteries don't really degrade. Like some people want you to believe like batteries degrade super fast. They really don't. If you take care of your phone. Uh, 
so the truth is that phone is going to work great for a long time to come. And so on one hand, you could say, well, if I'm going to use the phone for four or five years and I easily could, yeah, by the time that five years is up, the phone's going to be worth 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. But but you'll have got you wouldn't have bought a phone that whole time, yeah. Whereas if you you know follow more your logic as well, if I sell a phone every two years, yeah, maybe I get three hundred dollars for that phone I originally paid seven or eight hundred dollars for. Right. But you're then spending another five hundred dollars. You know you know what argument is? It's the lease versus buy argument for cars um you know pretty much it's like because you've got the car you know you buy a car it depreciates massively the second you drive it off the lot sure you know so when you buy a car you're you really want to you want to take it as long as you can most of the time versus you're leasing a car um, you're gonna, you're paying less in monthly payments, but you're always going to have a monthly payment. Like you never pay the car off because you're always on a lease. So it's kind of there's two different models to it. The thing that I, when I was thinking about this and trying to come to resolution on it, because um, it wasn't like it wasn't like I was a hundred percent sold on this. Um, in what universe? In this one, and I mean that, um, uh, what I was thinking about was if if I'm going to have this phone for two, to th- two, two more years or longer, then yes, keep this. I strongly suspected that I would want to replace this phone within, within the next one to two years. So from that perspective, it was like, you know what, let me get the trade-in value now. Because I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get to the point where, um, where it will have made more sense, or like it'd be more of a gamble. Like maybe I'd get two or three more years out of it, but I felt like that was that was going to be a bigger gamble, if that makes sense. Phones are Android phones specifically are very frustrating because. Each Android phone, like if you, okay, so I'll start with Apple. If you're going to buy an iPhone, really the only decision you have to make is what size phone do you want? Because Mm -hmm. the reality, you know, they all use the same chip. Yeah, the bigger ones have more battery life because they have more space in the chassis to pack more battery in. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, you're basically getting pretty much the same phone, just in different sizes. So, in, in a way, it would be very nice, like, if I liked iPhones, to just buy an iPhone. Because then I could just get the size screen I want and mm-hmm. you're off to the races. But Android phones are super frustrating because, like, one manufacturer does the hardware really good. And one manufacturer does the software really good. And one manufacturer packs a shitload of bloat onto their phone. Everyone has, like, their own individual issues. Mm-hmm. No one just makes, like, the phone. Yeah. It's very frustrating. That was that was definitely one of the things that did frustrate me about when I've had Android phones in the past and um like for example, I had well a couple of Motorola 
You always had shitty Android phones. I have to say that. You you the Droid Bionic was a shitty Android phone. The original Droid was not a shitty phone. And the S8 was not a shitty phone. I mean, Samsung's bloat. It's not great. Well, no, but that's great hardware. But that to your point, that's the problem. You either get great hardware and bloatware or you get you know, mediocre or bad hardware with stock Android. Like there's no, there was never a perfect marriage. Yeah. Um, and that, and that is frustrating. Um, and that's something you don't have to worry about with, with iOS. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I, you know, and it's been, I've gone back and forth between Android and Apple a couple of times. And I think at this point, unless, um, something goes something really bizarre happens um i'll probably stick on uh apple from here out but uh it it, you know it's i don't know i don't feel like there's like i don't feel like the the competition is really there anymore i think it's it has reached duopoly state and and they're not they're not actually trying to to innovate they do, they know they're doing these incremental little updates and that's and that's it and that's yeah. fine because that's what the vast majority of people need but it's like how can you have that like the big apple event every year and like proclaim this is the greatest thing ever and it's like no it's just an incremental update well i do have to say you do this after every apple event where you're like oh look at this apple event it's just all the same shit as always, and then you buy something they advertise. Yeah. <laughs> just well, I, I mean, because well, it's because there is a there is a reality that the latest iPhone, with few exceptions in throughout the course of the history of the iPhone, has the best iPhone they've ever made. Now that doesn't mean. That it is exciting, exciting, or you know, it, it, you know, like I wasn't like, I wasn't walking away from the Apple store with this being like, oh my god, I got the new iPhone. I was like, no, I got what I needed. I, you know, or I got, I got the thing I wanted um, to meet my requirements, and you know, it's it's gonna serve me the same as my other phone, um, just a little better. Now, how is the new OLED screen? Uh, it's nice. I, I mean, I, you know I appreciate an OLED screen. Um, it was nice in bed for like the two minutes I used it last night. Um, I don't know. like that. It never bothered me with the XR, but it is nicer. It is definitely an upgrade. Let's try again. Is an OLED screen not the greatest thing ever, Bob? <laughs> it's almost as great as cupcakes. What about brownies? Brownies are pretty good. Now, anyway, back to wrestling. Yep. Phone now, conversation done. I will say I was disappointed by the Britt Baker Ruby Soho match at the end of Dynamite. Same. I, I thought well. that match dragged hard. Yeah. It didn't really hold my attention, uh, which is a shame. Uh, I, I enjoy both of the women. 
who were in it. Um, I also think it just suffered from anything that came after that Danielson Omega match, even two hours later, was gonna wasn't gonna look anywhere in the same galaxy. Sort of, but there was a lot of stuff in that show that I was enjoying. That was the match to me that really stood out as like, oh man, this is hard. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really like Britt Baker. Like, I think she's the biggest women's star in wrestling. Yeah. Um, but the thing with Britt is she is not a level of wrestler at this moment to carry the match. Like, mm-hmm. you need someone in there with her who can kind of bring her along, you know. And ideally, you need a really over baby face because Britt's kind of that tweener. Right. 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 And so she'll do a lot of heel shit, but she's also pandering to the crowd. She's still getting cheered. Right. Right. So you need someone who's really over. And I think they hot shotted Ruby a little bit with the battle royal and everything. And they she did cut that great promo with Britt on Rampage. So I think that helped. Mm -hmm. But it just didn't. I don't know. I don't think I ever... I didn't ever believe Ruby was going to win that match. Also, Ruby's finisher sucks. She needs to change that. That stupid kick to the head that's just like a normal insecurity that mm-hmm. everyone does, that's got to go. Right. Need something new. Need something more. But... Well, I, I mean, she's only been there for, what, a couple weeks? Yeah, give it, it has time. I'm glad they didn't give her the title right no, when she it, got there. That would have been bad. That just wouldn't have helped anybody. So... I just feel like when you watch... Uh, like, we've watched All Out. Chris Statlander is really over. Yeah. And she's a really good athlete. So that match was awesome. That was a That fun was match. a really good match. But Chris had the crowd behind her. Mm-hmm. And I think people, not that I believe Chris should have won the title. I wouldn't have been mad about it. But I don't know if she should have won it. Because Britt is such a big star. Now, maybe Britt's such a big star that she doesn't need the title. But... Uh, I do appreciate, though, that they let their... their champs hold it for yeah. a while so oh, yeah. it actually means something yes when they lose right but that was like you know i'm just trying to compare it like that was a really great match i think chris is a really great athlete mm-hmm. and you know she's a big girl so you can kind of do like the power wrestler gimmick and everything um just that match really clicked the ruby brit one did, did not no and i would agree with you definitely and I don't know if, like, Ruby just wasn't ready to be in that spot. I don't know what happened. It just didn't work for me. I think she needs a little bit more time to settle in. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know where they're going next. Have they really hinted with the women? Uh, well, no, because that was Wednesday, right? Yeah, so I don't think they've really... They didn't really do anything on Friday. Uh, as it relates to the world title. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You know, and we've talked about it. I mean, she's tied in with Britt right now, but you know... I mean, what's probably going to end up turning Britt babyface eventually is you know Jamie Hayter is going to turn on her. And Jamie Hayter is a natural heel. So, and I'm amazed. Like, if you would see, if you would have seen Jamie Hayter like a year ago versus today complete body and look transformation she just looks like a huge star now like it's crazy and i really just i mean look this isn't like a big secret but physique and look very important in pro wrestling it is very much so you're very right very very true 
But no, it'll be interesting to see where they go. But it, it's been very nice looking forward to watching wrestling on Wednesdays. Yeah, and I think I've heard there might be a secondary women's championship soon. Like, they may call it the TBS title. I saw that, too, um, yeah. And I kind of felt like, at the time, I felt like the TNT championship was like, oh, do we really need a secondary men's title? But Miro has been so great with it that I, I'm, you know, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So, I mean, look, to the shock of no one, booking matters and you know you can make things yeah, seem weird. important yeah weird thing and i'm just love i love miro and AEW. you know we've talked about it a million times but his promos are incredible well because it's just you're letting the guy be the guy right yeah like do your thing you know go out there and do your thing we're not gonna spoon feed you just here's your talking points here's where we're going right get there go to town that's why we hired you do your thing. So what we uh, alluded to it a little bit before we started recording, I, I guess WWE had a pay-per-view last night. Extreme Rules. Okay. And you had said oh. there was some, some shenanigans. So there were, I know there were a ton of matches that ended some sort of bullshit, you know, but uh, I did see something today. This doesn't have anything to do with that show, but just in general. Someone did like a count of, I think it was so far this year, how many times a WWE or AEW match is finished like in a double DQ or a DQ or a count out or some sort of bullshit, mm-hmm. right? And it was, I think it was 67 times in WWE and twice in AEW. <laughs> and you remember that when every single fucking match, it seems like, ends in shenanigans. Well, that was the problem, though, because it was just all starting to just coalesce into this gray, pointless, just slop. And it's like, I can't watch this anymore. I just, for my own mental health, I'm not enjoying this. I don't have to keep watching this. I'm going to stop watching this. And an example of one of those finishes was, uh, you know, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch were having a match for the women's title, whichever one. Becky has I think it's the Smackdown and uh, you know they're just like having a match and all of a sudden Sasha just runs in and interferes it's like a double DQ it's gives everybody COVID (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) Um, D for Delta motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) her new finish the Delta variant But I just, yeah, it's just like, well, okay, there's a fucking, there's a fuck finish, you know. We could just get out of this without beating anyone. So, of course, we're going to take the easy out. Mm-hmm. So, in the main event, it's Roman Reigns against the Demon. Oh. Not Finn Balor. They're doing that. The Demon. That's unfortunate. Now, I will say there was a really funny spot in the match. And the ending was funny, too, depending on how you view it. Uh... Roman does this thing. I don't know how many times he's done it, but I've definitely seen it before where he'll be getting pinned. And when he kicks out, he kicks his arm out between his opponent's legs into a low blow. Like it's on purpose. Okay. 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 So it's, and it's such a good, like dirty heel spot, you know? So anyways, 
the demon did this to Roman during the match. And the look on Roman's face. Glorious. Was like Oscar winning <laughs> acting. It was incredible, dude. Like this is the thing with this is the thing with WWE is that show fucking sucks, but Roman is so good on it. It's crazy when I see the clips Roman is amazing in this role. I just wish they would have got him there five years ago. Five years ago. But anyway, so at the end of the match, they do this thing. The demon has beaten up the Usos. Roman spears him through that barricade where, you know, the announce, like the... Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who rings the fucking bell and all that sit behind that barricade, right? So they do the spot where Roman drives him into the barricade and they're both down. And what they do is they start playing the demon's music, like the dun-dun, you know? Mm -hmm. And he flops on the ground like a fish as if his heart is being zapped with electricity. And then they go, dun-dun. And he does it again. And then when the music, his actual, like, Finn Balor music hits, he jumps to his feet as if as if nothing's wrong. The arena's red. They're just playing the music the whole time, right? He puts fucking Roman through a table. He put, throws him back into the ring. And he's getting up onto the top rope to do the stomp mm-hmm. off the top, you know? And... Suddenly, the rope snaps, and he falls into the ring, and he's hurt his knee. And you know, like on Family Guy, when Peter does like the... <laughs> the, the ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <sighs> like that? That's what Finn started doing. So, the God. demon, sorry. So, the music stops playing. It's no longer red. He was brought back to life by the music from the spear through the barricade right but the damage to his knee was such from falling was such that the 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 power of the demon could not bring him through it and then he stood up roman speared him and retained the title and you know i thought to myself when i watched this clip well that was different (laughs) And to their credit, it's it's new. <laughs> it's garbage. I don't know that it's good. But it's new. But it is new. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a lot to take in. Yeah. It's a bit much. I'm I'm without speech. <laughs> I'm speechless. Ugh. I, I will say every everything I hear, uh, and I don't hear a lot anymore because I don't pay attention. I, I'm always like, I, I made the I made the right call. Oh yeah, to cut the cord. <laughs> Could not keep giving three hours of my Monday to to trash. That's just gonna make me angry. How could you watch three hours of it? It's so bad. Like I. I got to meet these people who actually sit there and they watch all three hours every week. And I just want to ask them, like, 
Do you not have access to books or video games? Can you not leave your home? Can you not Is someone masturbate? keeping you in this room? Are you being strapped down? Like, I can only... Like, I would literally rather do anything else... Anything else. ...than watch Raw for three hours. You could come up to me and be like, I will give you... I don't know, five hundred dollars to sit down and watch Raw, and I'd be like, "Well, I would take that." No, <laughs> I mean, my time is more valuable than that. Okay, so how much money would it take? I don't know, actually. You're coming at me with like ten grand, then maybe we can have a conversation. You know, five grand would buy a hot tub. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> if you ever, <laughs> ever, if that ever happens. <laughs> I'm going to murder you in the hot tub, just so you know. I'll let you enjoy it for maybe a weekend. And then come Monday morn, I'm going to drown you in the hot tub, just so you're aware. So if there's ever a break, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, Bob, get that hot tub. Just know I've been pushed to the limit, and it's done. And your fate is sealed. You know, Erica, when you do that... Just make sure you let me know, and I'll just say we were together all weekend. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, he's This actually, is a professional you know, podcast. You know, he wants to say his mind hasn't been broken by COVID, <laughs> but he's devolving before my very eyes. <laughs> we were out. A couple weekends ago and we were walking by people and he just cracked one off and i'm like what is the fucking matter with you if you want to do that when you're by yourself that's fine please don't do that with me in case it didn't come through on the audio she means farted there's no way it didn't come through on the audio because it's happened before in the past and i've tried to edit around it but I, then i was just like fuck it's it difficult. who cares yeah it's difficult it was a game of thrones episode we were discussing <laughs> And he just cracked one off, and it was just like, okay. What show is that? You know, it was this thing that was kind of a thing for a while, and then uh-huh. it just fell out of the collective consciousness. Uh-huh. And no one cares anymore. Yeah, I can't really remember it. It's very strange. Mm. It's very strange. Can you think of anything else in recent memory that was such, like, a thing, and then it ended horribly, and everyone was just like, actually, fuck this. Yeah, not like that, where it was so deep into it and people loved it and then it fell right off a cliff. I mean, people were like super hyped for Cyberpunk 2077, right? Mm -hmm. And then that came out and it was like, oh, this game is fucked up. It is funny that CD Projekt Red managed to like destroy all Burn all their goodwill from The Witcher 3 (laughs) in one moment. In one fell swoop. And dude, I still think I'm going to play that game eventually whenever it gets an upgrade for the Series X version. Yeah. But I thought about that the other day. I was like, man, I forgot Cyberpunk even came out. Like, it's something no one even talks about. I was watching. It's like it never uh, happened. An old episode of Critical Role, and they had a uh, an advertisement about it at the beginning. uh, And it had been like a week after the game came out. And they were like, yeah, universally beloved. (laughs) Cyberpunk 20 whatever. No, not like so we much. Should have, we should have thought this through better. I've been playing through a fair amount of video games lately, you know. I've been trying to uh, justify my PS5 purchase, so. 
What are you cranking through? Well, I just beat. I talked about this with with you the other day, but I just beat Uncharted Four, and so I've played the whole series now. Not Uncharted Lost Legacy, which I believe comes after Four story wise, but that's like an offshoot with side characters in the main roles. I think that's more of a expansion kind of. It's a standalone game, but it's not like a. Not that these Uncharted games are long, mm-hmm. but it's not like a fifteen-hour game, right? Uh, as far as I'm aware. But you know, it was good. I enjoyed it. I give it like a solid seven or eight. I wasn't mad. I played it. There's things they do. There is things undoubtedly that Naughty Dog does better than anyone. You know, like their animation work, especially their facial animations are pretty much unmatched in the video game industry. The voice acting's really good. This is another thing I was going to mention, by the way. It's funny, because I feel like I don't see, like, Jennifer Hale in almost any video games. And to me, like, she's one of the premier female voice actresses, like, with, like, Laura Bailey, Mm -hmm. you know? Right up there. But Nolan North and Troy Baker are in fucking everything. everything. Mm -hmm. Like, Every single game, dude. Every single thing that is animated. <laughs> we were watching, was it Lower Decks did you have on? Yeah. Nolan North is in that shit. I saw his name. I'm like, is he just contractually obligated to be in all of the things? Dude, my question is, what is his rate? Because to me, I would think you're Nolan North, you would be the most expensive. But maybe... He's not, but he's really good. So he just gets a shitload of work, right? So maybe like, maybe he's making medium wages in terms of the voice acting industry. But he's raking but in because he's in he's everything. he's in everything, so he's making a shitload of money. Or maybe he's making the most money in both ways. I have no idea. But I have no clue how they're paid. I don't know if it's hourly or by like amount of time you're going to end up in something or how that works. I have I, no yeah, concept of it. I don't know. But so I guess if you're doing smaller roles in lots of things, maybe it's affordable. But yeah. if you're getting Jennifer Hale, she's going to be your main gal. You would think. Um, the last big thing I can really remember her being in was she was... Um, Who's the second in command in S.H.I.E.L.D., like in Avengers? Uh, Oh, what's her name? Oh, my God. The woman from How I Met Your Mother plays her in the movie. No, yeah, I know. I've got her her face. Maria Hill. There you go. There you go. So she was Maria Hill in the Avengers game. But, of course, I believe Nolan North, (laughs) Troy Baker... And Laura Bailey were also in that game. I believe Travis Willingham was also in that game. So that's I just also one of those games. That game was dog shit. Well, it's actually fun now, but it's never it's never been a great game. But they did improve it. Uh, but what I'm kind of getting to, you know, is there are things about Uncharted Four that they really nailed. the The story is good. Uh, the ending is very strong in terms of ending like a big series. You know. They sent the characters off into the sunset. They did a good job. Uh, Like I said, the animation work, the voice acting, very good. The actual gameplay, dog shit. Yeah. Like, the combat is some of the worst combat in a big video game I've ever played. If the controls feel terrible, 
It feels very floaty. Mm. Guys are standing still in front of you, and I'm struggling to hit them. Like, it just feels bad. And I just... Well, that's just inexcusable in a game like that. Yeah, it's the worst part of the whole game. Um, The climbing stuff feels fine, but there's just way too much of it. It's fucking endless. You mentioned that the other day. Yeah, that it's It's like half the game. And that's also unacceptable. Um... And the only, but the other thing I'll say is, you know, these games like to do the set pieces, right? So like, you know, the example I kind of always give is at the beginning of Rise of the Tomb Raider, Lara's in a tomb and she grabs something she's not supposed to grab because she's Lara Croft. And like the heavens open up and the fucking water is flooding through the city and the whole city is just being devastated like it's a hurricane or something Mm -hmm. right and so you're like riding the waves through the city jumping from platform to platform trying to get the fuck out of there big set piece right and uncharted 4 does those like really great like that stuff is really great and ideally that would just been the whole fucking game because the actual like when you just have to like you we drop you into an area and you're just gonna like get in cover and shoot stuff fucking terrible really bad hmm. yeah i've never touched those games i've played two and three um, just never had any interest i think i beat three in like 20 minutes <laughs> they're very short games i remember you said one of them was very very short yeah um but they're you know they were good so it was like Okay, sure. But good. That's fine. Um, That's the thing. If it's an enjoyable 10 hours, I mean, I'm not yeah, I don't be care mad. I spent 60 is. or 70 bucks on it or whatever it costs for a video. I mean, I've now. got Uncharted 4 in the cabinet. I haven't gotten to it. Now, the next time I, I sit down and play something, I'm, I'm hoping to either get into Hades or I've got that good Witcher brain rot going. We've had uh, Witcher 3 upstairs on the PC for... Several thousand years, I think, so. But that's also a vast, vast game, so I don't know that It's not as long as you think. It's probably about 50 to 60 hours to do everything. And that's a lot, though, and I don't have the time that I I used to. So, But I would like to be able to, uh, with winter coming, uh, I should have some more more time at night. We're not going to be doing as much shit, so. Um... Yeah, so, and I think it's funny because, and I've seen this sentiment from other people because if you, again, you know, I've talked about this before, there's kind of like a Sony malaise that comes over reviewers where you can pretty much, whatever game is being reviewed, if it's a Sony first party game, you can pretty much take the score and subtract two and that's the real score that's the same with nintendo (laughs) right i know but it's but nintendo i kind of yeah it's a little bit of the same thing you're right it's very similar but you know so when i remember like uncharted 4 was getting like tens and it's like i think it's more of a seven or eight which again kind of plays into my theory and i just saw death loop came out and the backlash on death loop is really fast this time because death loop is a bethesda game mm-hmm. but sony bought up exclusivity for a year before microsoft bought bethesda so it's only a playstation game right now so it's effectively second party for a year you know and death loop got like crazy reviews yeah. like tens and nines and it's like I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of this game, and I don't know if I'm seeing 9 or 10, but 
what's funny is I've already seen the backlash begin of people like this game is not that good. You well, know? and the whole thing is not everything has to be a nine or a ten. Right. There's nothing wrong with being a seven or an eight. Yeah. Or even like a six. Not everything has to be the greatest thing ever. It's fine. Well, it does, or the developers don't get their bonuses. Well, that's ridiculous. That's that's bullshit. That is yeah. dog shit. So. And no, because it should just be a matter of how much you sell. Because the reviews are the reviews are subjective. It's a matter of how. Well, well and like, paid off everyone is. Not, not only that, it's like, look at like movies. Like, you're not going off of like what Roger Ebert was given. Like, Transformers 2 made a hajillion dollars. That is like one of the worst movies I've ever sat through. Whilst inebriated. <laughs> then it was really bad because imagine if you were sober. Alex, I'm sitting in the theater and people are applauding at the end of the movie and I'm like, I, 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 have I been transported to hell? How hammered? How hammered am I? Because <laughs> one, and we've talked about this before, nothing annoys me more than people applauding at the end of a movie. Like no one's there. The, the, the people who made the movie aren't here. If it's something like, it's got to be incredible. I will give you when Captain America picked up Thor's hammer in Endgame, and you gave a little cheer. I'm not going to judge you for There's that. There's a difference between a cheer and applause. Yes. It's not the end of a play. They're not going to line up on the stage and like be like, oh, well, thank you for enjoying what we just did. Unless you're applauding for the projectionist, but there's usually not a projectionist oh, man. anymore. When I saw Endgame in the theaters, it was so annoying. Like so much cheering and talking. We're not at a fucking sporting event, people. I was like shocked at how quiet it was in our theater because when we went in i was like this is gonna be a fucking talk fest and it's gonna drive me crazy but during the final battle it's like there's fine there's parts you can cheer at i'm not gonna get like whatever we've been building up to this and you know fine this is the big catharsis but don't applaud at the end of the movie don't applaud at the end of the movie it just it's one of my it's it irks me you know what bothers me too as that American audiences pretty much universally give standing ovations for every play. Stupid Americans. I'm trying to think if I've been at a play where there hasn't been a standing ovation. And I don't know that that has occurred. Well, maybe you're just seeing a bunch of plays that are worth a standing ovation, Bob. I mean, no, I don't think I've seen one where there wasn't a standing ovation. And you have uh, been, been to a lot of many, plays, many more than me, and not all of them good. Um, yeah, I can't think of one there where there wasn't. Uh, this, you're just being kind. That's that the actors are there at least. <laughs> it's because Americans are weak and are not willing to be mm. to be like, nah, you were just okay. That's true. They're not able to make the tough decision of booing the shit out of someone well, or not, wearing it's, a mask. It's, it's not either. It's that if one person stands, it's like, oh, that one person's doing it. We all got to do it now. <laughs> Fuck. So, no, no, because you should be sitting there castigating that guy. You're a dumb fuck. You're you're the one standing? No. Yeah, no. Let, let the one person stand and point and laugh at them. <laughs> the other reason I brought up Uncharted 4 is there's always this comparison made between the new Tomb Raider games, the latest three, Mm -hmm. and the Uncharted games. And I actually don't really think they're that similar. Uh, 
at all really because again like tomb raider is way more about the gameplay like the actual combat in tomb raider is really fun and they do oh, the I set, loved those first two games. They they did the set piece stuff as well. Which is fine. And that stuff was good. But those games to me are more about combat and especially the second and third in that trilogy were really about exploration. Like we're going to drop you in this big zone, go find all the collectibles, go find your resources or whatever to upgrade your weapons, right. you know, like that, they did a lot of that stuff. I don't think I ever ended up playing the third one. But I did definitely play one and two, and I very much enjoyed them. Those were fun games. And uh, look, the story, there's like no story in those games. I don't care, right? Like, I don't give a shit. It's a video. Like, well, I'd like a good story. I mean, in certain (laughs) things, yes. But like, in that, it's, I'm not being like, oh, well, you know, this was really contrived and this, it's like, no, it was fine. Well, I, I, my opinion is I think people feel like Lara Croft is like a big video game character. And so she should have a good story and be characterized well and everything. That's a fair thought. The thing people always laugh about with those games is at the beginning of like every game, Lara's like, oh, this is so terrible. I don't want to kill anyone. But goes on to commit you're genocide. making me murder <laughs> all of you. There, there's a bit of a disconnect there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, are, are we just laughing about it now? Or are you guys just like, don't quite understand why that doesn't connect? In the third one, there's like this point where she thinks the bad guy has killed her best friend, uh, Jonah, in those games. And she just like comes out of the fucking mud like she's the terminator like she's arnold and predator or something you know and she guts this one guy with a knife takes his gun and starts just murdering everyone laying waste to the field and the whole time yeah it's like fucking uh commando was just like (laughs) fucking murdering everyone and the whole time she's like rark you're fucking dead (laughs) it's like well this is slightly different than the way you started this game Alex, how often do you think about Commando? Eh, like 15 times a day. Okay. Just making sure. What, you don't? No, of course I do. I mean, I, me. So I do 1,500. That point in the opening credits where they're feeding the deer. <laughs> That's how great of a man John Matrix is. His last name is Matrix. <laughs> He's the best Matrix to ever live. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's been too long. I'm going to throw that on. Can we? Yeah, we should all watch Commando. Together. We should next time that's, we get together. Let's, let's watch Commando. I love Commando. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's, it's just the best. It's, it's the best it's, Arnold movie. Oh ever. my god! I you know rewatching Predator like a, a couple weeks ago or whatever. I love Predator. Predator's great. Commando is so much better. I don't know if I would go. It's so much better. And and for me, it probably is Predator because Predator is just I fucking love Predator. It's True just, lies. So good. Come on. <laughs> Come and kill me. True Lies is, is good, but I'm it's right not Predator good. No, no, no. Like, Predator is just, oh, it's it's a nice and taut. Like, you're in and you're out, and it's so violent and wonderful, and mm, I love it. Come on, at the end of Commando, did you leave us anything, Matrix? Just bodies. <laughs> now the lines in Commando. 
Commando is endlessly quotable. <laughs> Commando is really well written for yes. what it is. Yes, and it is. I think that's a big problem with a lot of action movies now is the writing sucks. Yes. Like if you go watch like Batman Begins, there's a bunch of great lines in that movie that people still remember to this day. You go watch Commando, people, Predator, people remember so many lines from those movies. You go watch like, like the first John Wick had some of them, you know, when he's like strapped to the chair and he's like, people keep asking me if I'm back in. Yeah, I say I'm back, you know, (laughs) but there were a few of them, but like, John Wick 2 and 3 didn't really have any of that that I remember. It was just like him Not that I can remember. I fields mean, of people. 2 and 3 are, are are still good movies. There's diminishing returns for sure. That first John Wick is just like... Yeah. It's beautiful. But they, yeah, they completely agree. People in action movies now, it's like, no, we. The, the, I need the dumb one-liner. That's, every, that's like the whole point of this. In every Arnold movie, he always had like 15 one-liners... Yep. When did this stop, and why did it stop? I, I maybe sometime in like the the late nineties, early aughts, when everything started to be like really serious, and we know oh, this isn't fun. It's whatever the fuck. But it's like, no, this is dumb. Hey, I've got something that we should discuss for a moment here, which is a ranking of Arnold movies. Uh-huh. See, these are always fun because it's they're always wrong. Yes. I, it's, everyone knows what's coming here. So Terminator 2 is going to be number one. Well, let's start at 10. Okay. The Last Stand. That's uh, the recent one, right? 2013. Yeah. Uh, nine is... Oh, that is we're, an we're, autoplay ad. Well, Kin- kindergarten Cop. We're edit that out. Copyright. There's less than four seconds. We're okay. True Lies at number eight. I think Kindergarten Cap is better than True Lies, but that's just me. Number seven, Commando. That's fucking wrong. No. Number How seven. is that at seven? Yeah, what's next? <laughs> the Running Man. No, get Commando's out of Commando's way better than The Running Man. Number five, this movie is set to get a sequel soon. Twins. Oh, you did tell me. Commando's better than Twins. It See, is. this is one of these lists that's designed to piss you off. So you yeah. read so you every, right. so you read everything the author ever writes, and you bitch on, at yep. him or her on Twitter. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. this is. It's a, this it's is engagement. An, this is intentionally is. fucked up. Yeah, I mean the the end of it is Predator, Total Recall, and then the Terminator movies, which is horseshit. You should hit, you should no, pick yeah, you can't. individual you have to pick. movies. You have to pick. Okay, here's the other thing. Total Recall is so bad that it's good. That is not a good movie. Like, I it's haven't actually I've terrible. Seen it once or twice. It's not when I revisit much because it's it doesn't give me the 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 joy that I get from the other Arnold movies. Whereas Commando is actually great. Like Commando has a good story. It makes sense. There's a structure, and it's fun. And he murders everyone. It's ridiculous. It's wonderful. (laughs) Idiots. Dummies. Fools. So what I've been playing now is, because I, again, I need to justify my PlayStation 5 purchase. Sure, sure. uh, I've decided to play Detroit Become Human. 
Let Remember me that? know what you think, because that's that's the that what's what is it? What's the name of the studio? Quantic, Quantic Dreams. Dreams, I believe. Yeah, the David David Cage stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and see, here's the thing: I haven't played all of his games. I played uh, it was like Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy, depending. Ooh, that's on. a long time yeah. ago. And if you remember, that game starts off very strong and immediately gets super weird. Yes. Like, really fucking. I remember you showing it to me like a hajillion years ago on the PC, and yeah, it being like, huh? So, yeah, I haven't played some of them, though, like Beyond Two Souls or... Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. Um, I think I have them for free on PlayStation, but I just haven't... I've never really felt any desire. Um, That, oh, I believe... Yeah, Beyond Two Souls was the game where they pissed off Ellen Page because Ellen they Page. told... Right, I'm sorry, Ellen Page at the time. They told him, her at the time, him. that they weren't going to make a nude model of their body. And then they made a nude model of their body. Well, especially considering he's transitioned. He, it's, Wow, what a... Well, they didn't know that at the time. I understand that, but I'm sure... Yeah, wow. So that was that was an interesting one. Nice job. But Nice job. First rule is get it in writing. Second rule is make sure the penalty for them breaking it is exorbitant because they'll just break it anyways. Well, because the thing was, like, you couldn't see their naked body in the game and the camera angles that were built into the game but then someone hacked the game so you could move the camera around freely right you know which of course always happens well, i was gonna say like that's a thing well, that every game people regardless of that the possibility of seeing whatever oh no no, no. like every any game, game people try to break the game so right. they can you know examine how the game functions examine what you're hiding from the player right you know, whatever. Like everyone does that for like this is a very game. common thing, right? Yeah. Nice so, job, guys. Nice job. There was that, but yeah, Detroit well Become Human is interesting so far. It seems like there's going to be basically three main characters that you kind of like switch between. There's um, an android who works with the police. There's an he's like a detective. There's an android that uh, is basically like a maid for this guy who. I like the androids are kind of ad like shown to be like these super high end things, right? Because mm-hmm. they're very human like. Um and so the guy seems to be like completely broke and destitute. Like the house he's living in is a complete shithole. Uh but he has this like high end android. Mm. And he you know, so and then there's um another guy who uh, is also another kind of like helper, like servant type android. I guess they're all slaves, of course. But you know, you could see what's going on in this game. But uh, it's not, it's, you know, it's not, it's not the most creative idea ever. But it's well executed so far. Well, and the whole so. thing is, I don't need you to be the most creative idea. Just if you tell the story well, and you have interesting characters, like every story has been told. Yes. Yeah, it's just so. the different ways you present it, and if it's a, a common story, well told, fine. So the one who works with the police, the police are a little, 
indifferent to him. Like they, they work with him. They listen to the information he's giving them, but it's still like, you're a stupid fucking Android. You know, we don't care about you. We could, we could break you in half and it wouldn't matter, you know? Um, and then the woman who's the maid essentially for this dude, uh, is mistreated by her. Like at one point he chokes her because she's getting into something. He doesn't want her in while she's like doing the laundry. Uh, there's evidence that he might have beat her so bad at some point that he broke her and had to like, you know, send her in for service and have her brain wiped and everything. Fun. Uh, yeah. Nice and light then, subjects. And then you have the guy, the other guy who's like the helper and he's uh, like a helper for this really rich guy who's like a painter and or an artist or whatever and he's treated well and the guy's more interested in like it's clearly like what i've seen so far this artist is trying to like get to the humanity underneath the programming type thing like trying to show him that you're you're more than just like my helper program to be yeah but so they're kind of doing a bunch of different storylines different ways the humans are treating the androids but it's it's interesting so far um, that's all you can ask for and then when i'm on xbox and i'm trying to talk to other people because you can't really play a story game while people are talking to you no. but when i'm on xbox and i'm doing that i played i've been playing doom eternal oh yeah how's mm-hmm. that going and it's it's doom i mean you shoot stuff it's fun <laughs> well that first one was a blast yeah to doom 2016 is really great we had a lot of fun with that yeah i've only played two levels of eternal right now it's a little like platforming heavy mm. versus like just combat but you know they were trying to evolve it so i don't know we'll see how i end up feeling about what it. i what i really liked about 2016 was like how good it felt to to move so quickly in the game you know because there are games like where the combat is very quick but feel out of control right and in doom it it feels like you know this is manageable like even for someone who doesn't play um fps is that regularly like i was like okay i can do this you know i'm not gonna have to play this a hundred hours just to feel like i can keep up which i appreciated I do want to uh, fire up Hades too. I haven't had a chance. I enjoyed to sit it with that. Yeah, I, I I still really could do more on Hades, but like I've kind of said before, I don't want to just fall into that trap of playing the same game forever. Because Hades Hades is definitely one of those games you could just keep going, you know. Um, but I'm just trying to like I want to like beat more single player games that have more of a definitive ending totes yeah i feel that yeah are you done bob i have another topic oh i'm ready so this might have to be it though because i am fading fast (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like damn it we're gonna talk for 45 minutes about this so uh one of uh so I come up with crazy ideas all the time, right? It's like my favorite thing to do. Sure. 
So is this where he buries the hole deeper? So mm, let's find out. I think we did that earlier. Next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so, you know, earlier or a few days ago on the party, I, I say these words and mm. it's, I was thinking about the idea of getting a run coach. Now, it's not often that I float an idea by people and it is universally hated by everyone. I would imagine that happens fairly often on the party, you know? Someone usually tries to defend him. Yeah. But not even just the party. Ooh, I want names. (laughs) Not even the part, just the party, but literally everyone I've mentioned this to um, and I haven't mentioned to anyone in the running club because the running club would probably be like, yeah, that's a good idea. But everyone outside of running is just like, the fuck do you need a running coach for? And the look I'm getting right at the moment is pretty remarkable. Not for me. I'm not looking at you. No. No, you're just thinking about how you wish you were anywhere else. Uh as long as I'm not the one being stabbed <laughs> and I don't have to testify in court about said stabbing. Wait, what I'm curious about is... I just don't want to have to take the time to go to court, Erica. Really. Oh, I, I completely understand. That's the main thing. That's like, a whole day. I, if, if the police are going to come here, I'll say he stabbed himself. <laughs> but if I have to go into court to say it, that's a lot of work. It's an inconvenience. I could be playing Detroit. Be, it's a chore. I mean... I understand. Okay, go ahead, Bob. I, I guess I'm just curious why... like. Aside from the cost, why is it such a crazy idea? The cost, and then... Um, what is the cost? Because there's no way it's cheap. It doesn't sound cheap. Because I had a friend who... It sounds very highfalutin. Yes. This is the whitest of white, like, yeah. things that you want to that you want to pay for. Oh, right? no, Erica, believe me. I This is not like I thought of the funny gag, like, three weeks later, you know? In the moment, the moment he said that, I go... That is the richest white person thing you've ever said. Yeah. 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 Because it is. Yeah. Well, because it's just, I could see maybe like going and talking to like, I don't know, a trainer for like half an hour to be like, take a look at my gate. Is there something that I can like fix? What do you need a coach for? To like actively like, because it's just running. Well, but here's the problem, Erica, is he already achieved... I can I can already tell you, okay? I don't even need him to say it. He already basically has achieved his goal because unless he's dealing with unbelievably brutal heat or something, he's going to be able to do a 26-mile marathon. Oh, definitely, yeah. So the problem is because he can do it mm-hmm. now, he must either do longer distances... Or he must do the same distance faster. Well, he wants to get into longer distances. Yes. He's looking at like ultras and stuff. Right, right, right. But either way, what he's doing I'm just not, isn't good enough. I, I'm just not hearing why we would need a coach for that. Because it's just, oh, no, you're running Why? Because farther. he's rich and his white. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're not rich. <laughs> That's well, the, he thinks You he wouldn't is. know. <laughs> but we are not rich. Well... I mean, this is the house that the flood built. 
you know, in a way, Alex, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I, here's here's what I think you get out of a coach is... I'm just saying this right now. This is not a thing that's happening. A customized training plan, help with nutrition, and building a strength regimen to go with it. So, you know, more of a, a total holistic look. You know, you can also just find all of that magical place <laughs> called the internet, <laughs> which we already pay for. Yeah. <laughs> and not some <laughs> random white dude who lost his job in finance and is like, hey, you know what I can do? I can tell other people how to run. <laughs> How much can I bilk people out of for this? Asks Travis. <laughs> Life coach. That's another service he provides. Run coach, mm. life coach. Fucks your wife coach. <laughs> I don't think I have more self-respect than to ever fuck somebody whose <laughs> name is Travis. <laughs> what about Ken? No. Hmm. What about Griffin? Zangief. How do you not fuck Zangief? <laughs> I just was I was just gonna keep naming <laughs> Street Fighter characters. Until we got there. Oh, I gotta watch that old movie. That movie's a delight. Um, it's so fucking bad. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Well, first of all, if I give you some advice, Erica. Yes. Clearly, anytime he brings up the idea of running coach, or by chance says the words running. <laughs> and coach in the same sentence even if they're not one right after the other mm-hmm. you gotta be careful about what words you use oh because, right because it'll be my fault because, then that he'll go and he'll, he'll clearly, hire clearly if you say the wrong thing or jokingly say oh yeah you should do that that's a great idea Bob He's going to go fucking do it. See, what, you and know what the problem is, And then he's going to say that you gave here's, him permission. Here's the problem is that I'm so sarcastic. And, uh-huh. and, and it, it You're just going to fuck yourself. Constantly. Everybody, people can't tell when I'm being sincere anymore, which is a problem. I feel I can tell. Which I, I appreciate. Because there's definitely I some people who knows, can't. He can tell. He's pretending he can't. And that's worse. Yeah. So let's just lay it all right here. Running coach ain't happening. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Heard it here, Henry Cavill, who listens to our podcast. <laughs> what about video game coach? Because I don't know if you've ever seen him play anything, Erica. He needs that more Dude, than the running that's like coach. that's like thing, though. We saw... Uh, uh, it was an old family video. It's like a eSports center now. And they had like a sign out... That said, like, Super Smash Brothers training or it's something. It's on Ogden. Yeah, and it was like, what? Oh, by those grocery stores and stuff? Yeah. By the, what is that, a Caputo's or something? Well, you guys are, like, naming names and stuff now. You got to be careful. Get triangulated. Can't have that no, happen. Oh, that's far away from us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's that crazy of an idea, but I respect. The decision. The hustle. So I will. Of the person who's the running coach. Travis. <laughs> actually. Travis the running coach. Actually, you know what, Erica? Funny enough, I just became a running coach. I was going to say, why can't you become a running coach and start bilking people out of money? Well. We don't bilk enough people you okay, out of money. You okay. a marathon. Okay. Here's here's the thing. So if, if you know, you want to go into professional wrestling, right? 
you know, you don't, and you want to become a wrestling coach. Well, people are going to ask who you were coached by. Why? No, 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 no. All the, have you looked around? All the pro wrestling coaches are the failed wrestlers. Mm. It's like no. Those who can't teach. Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't teach professional wrestling. Mm, That's fair. It's QT Marshall. Like, I'm not ripping on QT Marshall. He's doing a great job training people. I'm just saying he's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, I can't argue with that. Well, see, I just, I need, I need the lingo. That's what I can do. I'll become a personal trainer. And I can work out for a living. I don't think you're going to make the money you're making now. And on that note. (laughs) Eric, I might have to get another job. Well, that's not happening. So, <laughs> good luck with that. You know, if I could just give you some relationship advice, Bob. <laughs> when we do the podcast, uh-huh. if you're going to bring up a topic that you know will be poorly received by certain parties, I would bring it up early. So then maybe by the time we do the other hour and a half of the podcast, she forgets. Oh, that's the Rather, thing, though, Alex. I never forget. <laughs> Maybe by the end of the other hour and a half, she's less angry about it. <laughs> so when you go to bed right now, she doesn't think about killing you in your sleep. Just relationship advice from Alex to Bob. Oh, so you're a relationship counselor now. I am. Look at you. Yeah. Nice. I'm also a therapist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Life coach, relationship coach, bilker of dollars. It should be on the business card. Obviously. Hey, you know, one more thing, Erica, and this is like 10 seconds. Sure. I got Bob on World War Z. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when his Xbox was working correctly, I think he was having a fun time. Your whole internet around here. It's all fucked, according to Bob. But anyway... Because now, and now the, the the cycle begins anew. <laughs> uh, now in f- six days, I'm gonna have all new fucking internet up in here. We're careening towards a double event, Alex. Careening. I see. You figured out my gimmick. Anyway, but I will say in World War Z. Erica, when you're just like, you know, looking off into the distance and all of a sudden you see 500 zombies come over a hill and that's just uh, not just like window dressing. They're actually attacking you. Right. That shit's pretty fun. Uh, That's what I've heard. That's what you've said. Bob said he enjoyed it thoroughly. And in shooting the seven zombies that are around Bob beating his ass (laughs) uh, is also pretty fun. I think he's saying you're not good at video games. No, no, he was doing fine. No, what's the line from um, the Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, beat the, the beat you like a Cherokee drum or something like that. That's what the zombies were doing to Bob. Uh, but I was entertained. As long yeah. as you were entertained. That's the important thing. Well, that's what this podcast is about. That's <laughs> the only reason I do this. Mm. Well, uh, it was fun here. 
not in the flood zone. Bob the dog's got to go out, clearly. Uh, And on that note, hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.